Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this afternoon, National House of Chiefs mourns with a Jakum following his wife's demise. In the northern region, police retrieves rifle from headsmen at Tatale. Bank of Ghana has done no wrong deal with finance ministry Nana Otsuo Echampo to minority. And in other stories, principal witness in Upper East Regional Hospital medicine theft case dies. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. The National House of Chiefs have sent its condolences to former President John Ajekum Kofu, who lost his wife, First Lady Teresa Kofu, over the weekend. The National House of Chiefs also prayed for the former president, asking God to grant him and the entire family peace and strength as they go through these trying times. In a statement signed for the president of the National House of Chiefs by the Public Relations Officer Stephen Owusu, it said, On behalf of members of the National House of Chiefs, I wish to express my deepest condolences on the demise of Mrs. Teresa Abakufuom, former First Lady of the Republic of Ghana, whose tireless advocacy was the well-being of Ghanaians. At this difficult time, our prayer is that God will grant the former president, His Excellency John Ajikum Kofuo, who is now a widower, and the entire family peace and strength. Madame Kofuo passed away Sunday, October 1, 2023, following an extended period of illness at age 87. Now, the Tatali police on September 13 intercepted and retrieved an M16 rifle from two headsmen. The gun, which was carried without authority, was hidden in a sack and carried on an unregistered motorbike. They traveled on. In a police alert cited by the media, it said the two fled and abandoned both the bike and rifle on sensing that their lives were in danger. He was on a motorbike with a community protection assistant, Jeremiah Njakuni Mapimbe from Bidrimbombi, a suburb of Tatale, heading towards Tatale Township, the alleged said. The police said upon re- reaching a section of the road near the district electoral commission office junction, they met two unknown Fulani men on the aforementioned motorbike holding a sack heading towards Zabzugu direction. It said their movement looked suspicious. Hence, they were given a hot chase to a distance of about 250 meters. The Fulani suspect, however, sensed danger and abandoned their motorbike as well as the set sack and fled into a nearby bush. Meanwhile, the motorbike has been impounded and the sack containing the rifle and the empty magazine retained at the station for evidential purposes. Police added. Now, banking consultant Nana Otuo Echampong has jumped to the defense of the Bank of Ghana and its governors. According to him, the governor of the central bank, Dr. Ernest Addison, did no wrong by accepting to write off 53.1 billion cities 
of government's debt accrued from the domestic debt exchange program. He was reacting to the minority's call for the resignation of the central bank's governor and his deputies for the mismanagement of the bank and the printing of money to support government expenditure without recourse to parliamentary approval. Speaking to the media, Nana Otoe Champong said the Bank of Ghana is not obliged to consult parliament before taking such decision. However, the member of parliament for Boko Central, Mahama Ayaruga, disagrees. He insists the central bank's failure to inform parliament constitutes a breach of the Bank of Ghana Act and the governor must suffer the consequences. Meanwhile, the minority in parliament says it will not back down on the demand for the resignation of the governor. Speaking to the media, MP for North Tong Samuel Okujetu Ablakwa said the minority together with other protesters are hopeful that a new governor will fix the problem within the central bank. Now moving to the Upper East Region, the Pharmaceutical Society of Ghana, PSGH, has called on the Ghana Police Service to prioritize and expedite the investigation into the strange circumstances leading to the death of a pharmacist. The deceased, Samuel Amwating Safo, died on Saturday, September 23, 2023, at the Tamale Teaching Hospital after reportedly undergoing three cycles of the hemodialysis since his admission on Tuesday, September 19. In a statement signed by the president, Dr. Samuel Kwao Donko, the society described the cause of death and the death of their colleague as a shock because Safo was not known to have chronic kidney disease. The society said pharmacist Safo's unexpected illness and demise were of particular concern given his role as a principal witness in a case involving the theft of medicines and medical consumables from the Upper East Regional Hospital in Bogatanga. The PSG further called on the Ministry of Health, the Ghana Health Service and the government to take decisive action in investigating and apprehending those responsible for the theft of medicines and medical consumables from the Upper East region. Now, moving to business this morning, an economist is calling for more pragmatic measures to reverse the negative growth recorded in the country's industrial sector. These include a reduction in red tape, taxes, and improvement in energy efficiency for businesses to thrive. The recommendation follows the continuous poor showing of Ghana's industrial sector in the last few years. From a 4.3% growth in the second quarter of 2022, growth declined to 1% in the third quarter of 2022 and has since seen a contraction in subsequent quarters. The sector contracted by 1% in the fourth quarter of 2022 contracted by 2.6% in the first quarter of 2023 and 1.9% in the second quarter of 2023. This development has raised fears over the country's ability to fully revive the economy, considering the huge role the sector plays. 
The industry sector contributes 32.8% to the GDP of the country, according to latest figure released by the statistical service. From the statistics, it appears the sector has not recovered yet from the COVID-19 pandemic and the economic challenges that have plunged the country in the last two years, with the sector recording a negative growth for the third consecutive quarter. In an interview with the media, economist and lecturer at the academic city university, Eugene Bawele, warned that the continuous contraction of the industry sector should be of concern to government, particularly in such a post-COVID-19 recovery era where industry is fundamentally essential for a resurgence of the Ghanaian economy. In football, 2023 Ghana Football Association GFA elections aspirant Kingsley Osei Bonsu, popularly known as Lord Zico, has shed light on the reason behind his backing of GFA President Keto Kreku. Chief Executive Officer Osei Bonsu is running to be elected to the GFA Executive Council for a second term after getting elected on to the powerful group in 2019. He said this in an interview with the media ahead of today's elections in Tamale, despite a court injunction that has been slapped on it. Keto Kreku is seeking re-election as GFA president and is set to run unopposed as George Efriye was disqualified for having an ineligible endorser on his nomination form. Despite being friends with Efriye, Veteran football administrator Osebonsu believes, for continuity's sake, it is difficult not to support Kurtz Okreku. Now, moving to some showbiz this morning, Nigerian music star Aziz Fashola, aka Naira Mali, has been taken into custody for interrogation, another investigation over the death of his former signee, Moba. This was confirmed by Lagos State Police Commander P.R.O.S.P. Uh, Benjamin via his ex-handle. He wrote, Aziz Fashola, a.k.a. Naira Mali, has been taken into custody for interrogation and other investigation activities. Hashtag justice for Mobad. Hashtag justice for Mobad. Earlier, the Malian music boss announced via his verified ex-handle on Tuesday night that he had returned to Nigeria. Naira Mali has debunked allegation that he has a hand in the death of Moban, stressing that despite their fallout in 2022, no harm was wished on him. And that's it with the Midday News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com. For more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can also download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awintemi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Good afternoon. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.